0: Dirty
1: Mouth Radio. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Comedic Energy, and this is Dirty Mouth Radio. Dirty Mouth Radio, produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. We got two guests, two guests in the building. I'll let everybody introduce themselves right now. Christina. <laughs> <laughs> I just seen that. Yeah, I, I, I seen that, too. <laughs> oh, my baby. I love it, right. So I'm the dog's podcast, so anything <laughs> can happen. <laughs> Not bad. He
2: had to get the baby
1: wipes. It's all good. It's, it's all good. Don't even worry. It's all work. good.
3: No, I'm sure. Go ahead, Javon. You go first. <laughs> no, you <don't>
4: go. <laughs> go ahead. You
3: got
1: it. Christina.
3: Anybody else? Javon Knox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm Javon. <laughs>
1: it's I'm your like boy, Crazy. No,
0: I'm just playing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Yep, 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 yep. What's popping, people? What's, what's really, really good? How's everybody doing? Everybody fine? It's all good. Pleasure yeah. to have y'all, you know?
4: Trying to plan on how to
1: make this bread for the next year or two. Mm, I feel you, man. Good luck with that, man. I'm doing the same thing. It's hard as hell. Um, so... We bought Christina and we bought Javon onto the show today to discuss a few things that's happening, of course, in the news. Um, you guys are lawyers, correct? Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> I wanted to talk about the, you know, the few cases that we're dealing with today, right? So, you, we already know, you know, the George Floyd trial that's going on. But then you got the situations with the um, the, the second lieutenant. What's his name? M- Mizzuto? Mazzulo. You know, how to, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Um, oh, the brother uh, in the military. Yeah, the, the second lieutenant. I
2: think
1: it's Nazario. Nazario. His name was Nazario. Um, and then you had um, Dante Wright. You just got so much stuff in the news right now, and it's to the point that it's getting we getting numb to it. You know, I mean, we used to be able to say these names like it was nothing. Now we forgetting the names. I mean, that right there just shows you, like, it's becoming normalized, and it's a damn problem. Yeah. So, I wanted to start with y'all with, I mean, what's your thoughts on it first, Craig? What you think?
2: You said Craig, right? Yeah, I said Craig. You just looking oh. at me. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I'm just up
1: here looking
4: at information on the net and shit. Oh no, nah, man. This shit is fucking preposterous, man. This, this, this shit just I don't know, man. I I feel like I feel like it's not going nothing's going to change until like something drastic happens to like a rich white person,
0: mm. which
4: probably never happens. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like unless a cop is out here busting off on rich white people and shit putting bullets in their kids' heads and shit, ain't shit gonna change, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because nobody really cares about the niggas who ain't got no bread, you know? Yeah. They only care, you know?
1: Mm-mm.
4: It's like killing roaches at this point. <clears throat> mm. It sucks.
1: Yeah. That, oh my gosh.
4: It's real. How did, What y'all think, ladies? I have to agree. I feel like it. we became
3: so desensitized and normalized to this stuff like it's videos up there and people watch and indulge that so i feel like the next time that it comes along of course we're pissed off and everything but i don't think it still has that trauma effect that it used to and that's sad yeah that we've seen so many videos up there that it's not as traumatizing as it used to be
0: uh-huh, like
3: yeah. when we first seen well Trayvon Martin first came out. Of course, everybody was shocked and appalled that George Zimmerman got off. Now, it's like we're to a point where we're talking like, I don't think he's going to get time. And that's terrible.
0: Mm.
4: Yeah, that's true. Damn. So that's the talk now. Like, they don't think he's going to get no time.
3: For the most recent ones, I think. But I think it's just an example. Like, I don't think they really want to do that.
1: mm. What'd you say, Christina?
2: I was going to say, I, I think he's going to get some, but definitely not what we're looking for. Like, nothing, you know, can compensate for a loss.
0: Yeah, like, that's
2: true. It's kind of like a slap in the face when we see you intentionally kill somebody and then you get, you know, you say you get 10 years and then you get let off.
0: Mm-hmm. You do
2: five. Like, it's its like, what, what was the point? Like, what was the point of holding this in suspense with the trial and, yeah. you know, making it seem like something was going to happen in it? And then a person just gets out mm. and then gets out. Or, and even worse, is back on the force.
1: Like, mm, yeah. See, that's that's, that's one thing I wanted to talk about. Why? When everybody talks about police reform, they talk about trying to, you know, pretty much defund and, you know, unarm the police. But why do they never talk about the actual unions that bring these people on? Because that's that's those are the ones that make all the difference in the world. Why is there no talk about trying to actually abolish these unions? If you can ever do that, I'm just I'm just throwing that question out there.
3: I, you want to take it away, Christina? No, go ahead. I'm... I think it's more so for a point of not knowing. Like, if you got sent in a surgery room mm-hmm. and something happened, you're not gonna blame the actual surgeons that's in there, you're going to blame the doctor you was talking to. So I think a lot of people don't know how important these unions are to these forces, and I don't think they realize the weight it carries. Like mm. Even until, I don't know if you guys heard of the thing that happened in Buffalo where the cop pushed a man back, and um he hit his head, and then oh, yeah. right after that, yeah. he whole Like, that whole task force quit, but not because of the brutality, they quit in support of those two officers. But that's because their union was so strong; they knew it, it's nothing they could really do. Damn. And I, I think people blame police forces because that's all they see. They don't realize the union has them so secure mm. that they can get away with stuff like this.
1: That is insane. That is that is wild.
0: Mm, mm, mm.
4: Damn, it's just like a, it's like a fucking organized legal gang like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> like dog you can just move on people and kill them and run up in a crib and bust their windows out and shoot them in the streets and choke them out and like niggas is like oh you know oops
2: it's an accident, make sure right? you
1: do it off it's
2: an accident. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. Pull my gun instead of my taser
1: oh like what that's crazy okay. as hell I, I really? don't understand for, that. We were
2: talking about that, Javon. For her to have been on the force for for what twenty plus years, nineteen, oh. twenty plus years, and and that's what you thought. You thought that it, it was just going to be an accident. You accidentally did that. None of the other twenty years you were on the force did you accidentally pull your gun out of your taser. So
1: she was charged with second degree manslaughter. Do you think that's mm-hmm. going to stick?
2: I mean the the. The reason it was so preposterous, I think maybe, because it's like you can't just say it as an accident. There's just so much against her. But I mean, we know the justice system, so I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, we hope it sticks.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: That's all. Yeah. Because my
4: argument would be like this I'm coming up in the courtroom, like, yo, listen. How you pull your taser instead of your gun? They yeah. on two different sides, bro. <laughs> like, What are
3: you talking
2: about?
0: And
3: I'm sure they're <laughs> on two different
1: sizes. They weigh two different th- weights. They are yeah. two different colors. That wasn't no mistake. I
0: mean, damn! In one plastic? Like
1: what the hell? <laughs> oh my god! That shit crazy. I I don't I don't understand that at all. Mm-mm, I don't know. That's crazy as hell, man. Mm. The uh,
3: I think what happened was she shot him, realized that the shooting probably was not a good shooting, and decided to go with the mistake thing. I mean, we've seen it happen with Oscar Grant; they got off, so she probably like, well, even down charging with murder, that's better than getting whatever. Wow. I think setting herself up for to take a, a lighter blow.
4: Yeah, yeah they probably sat her down talked to her and was like yeah that's what you need to say but like my thing is this too like even with that being said like are people dumb like do we just let that ride we just be like oh okay well I guess it was a mistake like you know what I'm saying we don't dig we don't dig deeper and be like okay um yeah they coached you to say that stupid shit and we, know we don't believe it mm. you, you think the judge is just gonna be cool with that shit yeah man. I guess it, it, it depends on the prosecu on the prosecutor,
2: huh? It depends on the judge, too. And a judge, yeah. It depends on the jury. Do you know do y'all know the demographics of um Chauvin's jury?
1: No, I'm not too I sure. I didn't
2: see. Do you know
3: what Javon? I don't. Um let me see if I can find
1: it. I just think, man, I don't know. So I was looking up something about that that trial. And they were talking... They brought in um, a second expert witness today, uh, Dr. David Fowler. This dude said that um, pretty much Floyd had a sudden cardiac arrest. Mm -hmm. And he's saying that it's not homicide. Now, the crazy part in this shit is the ACLU had had came out and said... um, pretty much the medical examiner's office that was headed by Dr. Fowler, mm-hmm. they have been known to be really complicit in um, creating these false narratives about what kills black people in police encounters. And what they um, referenced was the, um, the killing of Anton Black. He was killed mm-hmm. uh, when three police officers pinned him down for five minutes. Like pinned him down, shackled him and everything for a whole five minutes and killed him. And he said he ruled that as an accident. So it's like, what the the hell? What's up with all these damn accidents? There's a lot of damn accidents that's that's occurring. Like, come the hell on. Like, when are we going... When is somebody going to get some accountability for this shit?
2: And going off that point, I was uh, watching the news today and um, they talk about how a family is suing David Fowler for... Um, covering up their son's death.
1: Are yeah. you serious? So as how can you bring him family. in as an expert witness then, if he has I mean, all you, this shit you against
2: them? Anybody up as your expert witness It's just you know for the other side to to um, reduce their credibility. Like, yeah. Mm. yeah. So you I mean, you can bring
3: for an expert witness on alcohol. On
2: alcohol? Are you serious? You're an expert,
3: <laughs> you're an expert at it.
0: Yeah. As wow. Long as you're an
2: but, I mean, that's not to say, you know, like I said, the other side can reduce the credibility in which I, I didn't. I watched a little bit of it today, um, and I didn't hear. I don't think they cross They didn't cross-examine today, I don't think. But if when mm-hmm. they do, they definitely need to bring up the point about that um, examiner's office and how, you know, funny everything
0: is.
1: So right for, of, for the people that don't know legal jargon, what is a cross-examination?
2: It's when (laughs) (laughs) it's when the opposing side goes and you know ask the the witness or the defendant or whoever's on stand questions.
4: Mm -hmm. Okay. Damn! Uh, damn. All these niggas need to be cross examined. (laughs) Yeah, that's that shit, man. Fuck! (laughs) They need to get crisscrossed examined. (laughs) (laughs) It's just too much shit. Like, it's but I mean it's fucked up because it's like all right, it's like yeah, man. my boy, he got fucked up in some shit. He, he killed this dude. Uh, he was on the police force. We need you to come in and help him out. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I got him. I got him. Oh, you want me to bring my brother in there, too? You know what I'm saying? He can sit on the stand and, you know, talk about x-rays and
1: shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, these, yeah. they got, they got, they, they network is just crazy, son. I just don't understand. Why is there no vetting when it comes to that? Like, they don't vet any of these people?
2: Yeah, yeah. You, you do so when you get on the stand you have to show why that person is credible mm. so they'll go and they'll ask some questions like you know if it's for the pathologist you know how long have you been a medical examiner how long have you been doing this what have you worked on you know they, they do that process before they go into their, their regular line of questioning for the case uh. and so from there you know they, they'll determine their credibility and, and see if they can testify to their ability to really? speak on it. case
4: Fucking, these motherfuckers. God damn, son. This country's run by criminals, man. Yeah, it is. And per- ran by criminals, protected for criminals, by criminals, with with criminals.
1: God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, man, it, it, uh, I don't even know. So, what, what are some ways that we can, I just want to shift from these actual cases into the whole legal structure, right? just as a whole, the whole court system, what are some things we can do to improve, you know, I, I guess justice being served on on these fronts? Like, what can we do? I know there's a lot of things, and we always say the justice system is not 100% effective. Well, how can we get it at least 90%? You can do jury duty. When your notices come, you can do your
2: jury duty. Like I said, I don't know the demographics, but if you,
1: if Derek Chauvin has a bunch of white
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> racist people on there, it's not, you know, it's not going to help us.
1: Now, one yeah. thing I did notice about the whole jury duty stuff, right? So this might screw me. I might have to get jury duty, but I'm going to be real. Um, <laughs> I, had, I got served for jury duty and I was ready to do it. You know, whatever. I groveled and complained, but I was getting ready to do it. But they told me I was dismissed. And I was in there with me and another black dude, but it was all white people. Both of us got dismissed, but I ain't seen anybody else walk away. Do you think that's playing a role in how these these juries are pretty much, you know, being picked? I I think it is. Damn. You
4: know now now, now that you mentioned that, that shit happened to me too.
1: Exactly.
3: I was just gonna to piggyback off of Christina point. I think jury duty is a start, but it's a very small start because they can do anything. They're doing anything they can to get us off these juries.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, I don't think I would have been able, like, if I was called for jury duty for George Floyd's case, they would have dismissed me.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, just take a look at my background. They're they not going to have me on there. Wow. Because
4: That's crazy. They're going to
3: think that I'm biased. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not going to lie, I might be.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Especially when you see the video. They want people on there. And of course, they're stacking the jury to their favor
1: yeah
3: um and that's what prosecute i mean that's what defense does especially when the case is bad like this they're pretty sure they're trying to get almost every black person off
1: because good i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off
3: no i was just saying i'm sure because i mean the people who are going to sympathize with these people the most are people who look like them so of course if it was a, I'm sure for Brock Turner, it was a bunch of white males on his mm, jury.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's just stacking a jury is a way to kind of work against us. And unfortunately, they can strike three people just because. like They don't have to give a reason.
1: So Damn. I feel like that's one of the biggest problems. Why are they just able to do that? And why is it that... So it's the prosecutors that do that, correct? Or can um, either side I, do that?
3: Either side.
1: Mm. But... Why is there no explanation as to why you want to cross them off? You see what I'm saying? It's like,
2: just like those... Go ahead. Go ahead and finish.
1: No, no, no. I'm finished.
2: Oh, I was just saying, it's one of those, like, really, really old rules. Literally, it's a really, really old rule in a rule book. Mm-hmm. The federal rules of evidence gets updated yearly, but it's just one of those rules that's been there for a long time. You can get three they They're called peremptory strikes mm-hmm. and keep them.
0: Damn. And, you know, I
2: think those are ones that are not supposed to be used against, like, race and sex. But, of course, you know, if you don't have to give a reason. Right,
0: Keep right. right. working.
3: Yeah. But if, if you see me walking with a Black Lives Matter shirt, and you ain't got no other reason to strike me.
0: Yeah. Damn. But, I mean,
2: either side I can do it. So, you know, if I get up there and I ask a person, like, you know, have you served, in, served on the force? Yes, I've been, a you know, I've been on the force for... Fifteen years, and I'm part of this union. Of course, you
4: know, won't well, strike him. Can't have him be on there. I mean, you can do that, but even if can do it, they just you know, you have to be strategic with it. Damn, man! I guess the good guys only win in movies and, sh- and TV shows. <laughs> TV because show. like when you look at it, it's like you know, like when you look at the court shit and all that stuff on on on, on TV and shit, it'd be like though the. the You know, the good side they be winning, they be having all the facts and all the people and shit. They be organized and they be doing all this undercover research and shit. Mm -hmm. But in real life it's like the good side is just like pussy like. (laughs) Like, We about to go up in here with the actual facts and lose to niggas who not <laughs> playing by the rules. Like you, know? like, uh, like, you know, you play by the rules, you're gonna lose. Like, you gotta, you gotta cheat.
1: Like, I see what you're saying.
4: Like, dog.
1: I think that shit is that's
4: just crazy. Crazy, like, damn. Hmm. No, I, I guess if I ever have a cold day, I'm just not gonna go. I'm just gonna be like, fuck it. <laughs> I definitely I'm interested. I haven't haven't been served
2: with it yet, but I would love to do it. Huh? Yeah, jury duty. I would love
0: to
4: do it. No, you sure. I I don't I don't think you would love it because I had to serve jury duty. These motherfuckers had me come up there at what, seven, six o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. How about I was at <laughs> like, like... this point time. The shit started late. They had a court session before I got there. We were sitting there watching Ricky Lake for like <laughs> four hours. <laughs> <laughs> then then like around, I called out of work to come do this dumb shit. <laughs> then around like two, four o'clock, they was like, Oh yeah, the rest of we just need blah 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 blah. The rest of y'all can go home.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got like that too.
4: Five dollars and shit. Yeah, I, was like, this is... okay. <laughs> like, like I missed the whole paycheck for this shit. Like, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, to sit up there and watch soap operas all day, man. That, that oh, was a
4: word. and then I paid like ten dollars just for snacks. Like, <laughs> just like... <laughs> they ain't got no damn food. They got a microwave like to bring your lunchbox and shit. <laughs> Like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, shit. That
1: shit was, it was, it was whack, yo. <laughs> I feel like we look
4: at the defendant, though, that'll make a difference. Like, if it was a,
2: like mm-hmm. a 16-year-old black boy or if it was a racist white man, I definitely want to serve on that jury.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I
3: think we got so higher than that. Like, if it's a racist white man, I know I'm getting kicked off the jury.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel you.
3: Yeah. I can't even lie my way through that. Do you have a problem with racist people?
1: No. <laughs> get out, get out. Oh, my oh, goodness. I
0: didn't,
4: that's crazy. I didn't even know you could get kicked off the jury for, like, you know, just having, just being biased or having a, I mean, like, whatever they deem. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought if you had to, you know, serve, that you had to serve, and they couldn't do shit about it. <laughs>
3: there was a case in my hometown. Of course, I'm in Buffalo again. Um, where there was a mistrial because the victim was a vet and they found out that a woman was married to a vet.
0: What? So they were able to get
3: it they were able to get it started over and thrown out because they said that woman had a bias towards the victim Damn. that would have caused her to convict the defendant. And Are I mean the defendant was kill them. Hey,
1: what?
4: Niggas playing Monopoly and shit.
1: I'm bull. Like that's crazy, that, you know, man.
4: That, that shit is insane, man. Because if you have no knowledge, which most average civilians have no knowledge of the court system, we only know what we see on TV. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many rules in the book because they, you know, y'all lawyers and the fucking all the other people study this shit. You know, the yeah. the, the judge and the the prosecutor and whatever the fuck else is out there, they like, study that shit for years and years and years, and they have all of this knowledge and shit. So, they like, if something don't go their way, they're like, "Oh well, shit, we can just
0: whoops, you know what I'm
4: saying, <laughs> hit this motherfucker <laughs> with a uh, goddamn karate move and shit, <laughs> and just get to where we trying to get to, you know? And if that don't work, then oh, I know Judge Bailey, you know, he didn't let what's the name of 10 years back, and he let this go, so there's a good chance that he'll probably let this go if we appeal to this idea mm-hmm. and
1: grab this fucking evidence.
0: Like, what?
4: Why like, is there
1: no real vetting of the judges on these cases? Do they even do that? I, I feel, feel like, like they that. just throw the judge on the case. that. That's
3: kind of... You can always argue to get a judge, like, just with everything. You can get you can argue to get someone thrown off of something for a conflict of interest or something but for the most part they just trust the word man that's crazy
4: and then the judge is like he like the top nigga in the damn shit so Mm -hmm. if he say some shit like shut the fuck up then everybody gotta (laughs) just shut up (laughs) (laughs) Right? Am am I right or is that wrong
1: well, pretty
4: I mean, much. Because Judge O'Brien, he'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then people shut up. Like, you know? Oh my I mean, god. know it's not like real court. It was, isn't real court.
1: It, ain't, that real? it ain't criminal court. I've been in the courtroom where the
3: woman told a guy to pull his pants up and he can't
1: do it fast enough, so she put him on the bench contempt. Are you oh. serious?
2: Yeah. I mean, they got a lot of, they got a lot of puss. Wow. Like, well, like with that, you know, this basic, what we call candor in the courtroom. Like, you're supposed to come in looking a certain way, acting mm-hmm. a certain way.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, My God, why do shut up, you, Why <laughs> you
2: come in with your pants down? I would never know into a courtroom
3: as a defendant, he was a defendant, and he came in the room with his family He down. was a defendant on a like
1: traffic case, though so it was like wow. you know, gave me my stuff. let me walk out but see, I was I was talking to my wife and she said she was in the courtroom. I think it was some traffic, but she she was waiting for her, you know, I don't know how to the jargon. she was waiting for her her time, okay, whatever. Till she had to do her thing, you know, defend whatever she had to defend. But there was an issue where um, one of the guys was supposed to be coming to the courtroom and he was already locked up. And they kept saying, well, where is he? Where is he at? Nobody knew where he was. And I guess he got there late. And they kind of just... I can't remember the whole story, but they pretty much just bagged him on that shit just because he came late. When, in all actuality, he was already locked up on something else, and they were the the guards were late bringing him to the courtroom. Like, how can you how can you do shit like that? You see what I'm saying? That is out of his control. Like, have you heard of stuff like that?
2: Um, I've never heard of any.
3: Mm. I haven't heard of anything to that extent but I have heard judges have to recant something that they've done because they think that it's the client or the defendant and it's actually like like you said they were locked up and the guards brought them late damn that shit
1: that crazy wild, that shit crazy but I have heard you know on a better note I have heard of some judges that, that weren't playing those type of games there was um, there was some black uh, judge, female judge. She um, she saw that the the um, defendant is that the defendant. Yeah, pretty much. He was he was locked up, but they had him all taped up and had it like the little spit guard on his face and everything. And he was and she was like, "Yo, this is inhumane as hell. Like, take all this shit off him. Take the shackles off him. Take all of that off him." in my courtroom. And she was like, this shit just doesn't make any fucking sense. Why do you have this man caged up like a damn dog? (laughs) And all he was doing was, you know, just, I I guess he was, there was something he was asking for that they weren't trying to provide for him. And that's all it was. And she like went off on those guards. Like, I was just like, yo, see, that's the shit that I be talking about. Like, when does, Uh. when do people actually take into account, the morals and the ethics. You see what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know. I just don't get it, man. Uh,
2: Two points uh, to that. I saw a similar case with a black female judge and the defendant was a black woman and the guards brought her in with no pants.
1: Are you serious?
2: And she said, why doesn't this woman have pants on? And they could not explain why she didn't have pants on. And she said they didn't let her put any on.
1: And she Are was you furious. serious? She was furious.
2: But also, um, in Greensboro, with, uh, that's Guilford County, um, they do, like, their first appearance is there on video. And I remember, uh, Devon, I don't know if you remember when we went to the court. I mean, we went to the jail, and there was a older woman, and she had been doing, um, there was a lot of drug use over her years, and she was excessively screaming at someone telling them to go to hell and F you and F this and F that f that, and she was in a wheelchair and I, I was like, what is she doing? She was cursing and screaming at the judge for her, her public appearance on camera. And I was like, <laughs> So I mean, it's like, you know,
0: <clears throat> judges
2: see a lot of everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So they see where the defendants actually are crazy or, you know, they see judges, I mean, they see um guards not treating people right. it's
4: like a really good mix of both wow Uh, so like my question would be is like as as civilians who don't deal with court systems and police on a daily basis what are some of the basic things that you can do to keep keep abreast on like I guess laws and stuff should they arise or something you know what I'm saying like you know we don't have we, we don't look at this stuff every day so it's like if some shit about to pop off how do you know you know what is there like a little manuscript you can keep in your pocket so like okay let me read this real quick cop is about to do this let me think all right uh no motherfucker i'm not doing what the fuck you say <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm
0: saying <laughs> like
4: like you know I'm being silly but I'm being real too like mm-hmm. what is there something you can do like is there something you can keep with you to know
2: um I'd say uh the news like that might sound so basic but there's so many things like I know I don't watch enough of the news there are so many different things that can come up about new laws pending and new things that are passing mm. um and they're also they also have apps for it too
1: I'm not I don't know the particular name of the app but they have apps that you can see with new laws and stuff have come out. Really? That you can keep mm. Mm. Now I remember uh the the two dudes I think Javon I think I uh-huh. was about to say something. No, go ahead, go
3: ahead, Javon. Go ahead. Um I was gonna say I hope it don't sound cold. Um but like she said, there are apps and everything. But at the end of the day, these cops and they really don't care. Mm-hmm. So you you can't just stop at like I argue I'll argue a cop down mm-hmm. and I know it'll get me somewhere it'll give me a ticket or something and then I don't stop there I think that's what people gotta stop doing like we can't just stop and accept it like mm-hmm. you can know everything you need to know about the law and I don't really care yeah until you mm-hmm. show like damn mm-hmm. I hope that don't sound cold but I yeah, I mean right. I I know my rights
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
3: And
0: I can I can tell
3: a cop that they don't really care. Damn,
2: that's true. I mean, lawyers get arrested all the time. Really? Damn. All the time. Remember the the story? I think it was a story about some black women. They were out. Um, they were just out having a get together, and I think they were being too loud in a bar or something. And some of them were attorneys, and they got arrested. Mm-hmm. But the police officers didn't know they were attorneys, and they got arrested. For
1: wow. Years.
0: Also, I mean,
2: they can arrest anybody. It doesn't matter. You can sit there and tell, yeah, I know I have the right to remain silent. I know you can't search my car. No, I'm not consenting to a search.
0: Damn, but,
4: man. You know,
2: they take matters into their own hands every day.
4: That shit is annoying as hell. Because it's like you can't even live, you know, you can't even just live your life, you know, freely yeah. without somebody fucking watching you and them, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to just, fuck, if you just want to go outside and just jog down the street then smoke a little blunt on the corner or something then <laughs> go back home or some shit you know I don't know <laughs> you know I just I throw crazy shit out there but you know just, just trying to do some chill ass shit just minding your business and then here come a minute fucking cop just strolling up oh you driving too slow you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you doing 65 in the 70 yeah, I'm gonna give you a warning or a ticket like you just took time out of my day for this dumb stuff dog like yeah that shit like start fucking
1: with you psychologically, and it's like, man, it just make you not want to go nowhere and do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you just want to... <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! It makes you just want to sit in your house, yeah. man. That's like the best thing you could do is just sit in the house. It's like, what else can you do? The minute you walk out of there, you really got to fear for your life. It's Ain't gotten got to you. that point.
4: And on top of that, you even you sitting in your house, they can roll up on you at your crib.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's uh, true too.
4: Are you Tyvon Ricky? No, yeah. nigga, I'm Justin. Whatever, you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> what, what? Yeah.
4: Well, we gotta note that Tyvon Ricky. I'm not Tyvon. They can get the fuck out of here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, then, then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you wanna be our Rick? Oh, we about to turn up, turn up. We got a problem. We got to run a fucking runner. You
1: know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 now, <laughs> what's the up. it's what's the deal with with the no knock warrants? Now, are they are they cracking down on these now, or like where are we with that?
3: There are several states cracking down on it, um, making them illegal. But also, again, I hope not to sound cold. There are several states that crack down on chokeholds
0: mm-hmm.
3: before the whole George Floyd thing happened. Yeah. There are several states that cracked down on it after Eric Garner, and yeah. we still see it. Yeah. So, as much as they crack down on stuff, it's just like...
1: Shit's still going to happen.
3: Unfortunately.
1: Yeah. I just... my My biggest fear is for that shit to happen, and I start shooting. You see what I'm saying? Because I got to defend my castle. I don't give a damn if you rolling up in my shit. I'm gonna blow your ass away, like Django oh, did that damn white girl in that damn plantation house. Like
4: on some, some tactical shit, I'm gonna be planning shit. Uh, okay, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna do what I gotta do to protect me and mine. You know,
2: but I uh, I do think that that will happen much more. Like, um, what was the movie that came out? Queen and Slim. Yeah, like I think that stuff realistically can start to happen. People will believe that they need to defend it. Like, at this point, we're scared of mm-hmm. the police officers. We're scared yeah. of what's going to happen. That's why there's probably been a, um, such an influx in the amount of African-American people that are actually getting gun permits. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's a serious problem. So it's like, and I feel like in Dante Wright's situation, you know, they. Ta- I read an article where it talked about he was on the phone with his mother, and he was on his way back into the car. And it made me think, you know, the situation was out of hand. He wanted to leave
0: mm-hmm. and get shot.
2: So it's like, you know, now I think when I sit in my car, I want to keep the uh, the car running. If I get pulled over just in case, I might need to pull off.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like yeah. it, I feel like it's a very realistic step. Yeah. Police officers, unfortunately, will start getting shot, But Things will start happening. It's maybe gonna run be over bloodshed. somebody, yeah. And it's just like that's why we are so, we've pushed so much for police reform. Now that's why we're at defunding the police because police reform didn't work.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So
2: now it's just like we just need to just defund it. And I know it's you know people think what about the, what about um, without crime and stuff. It's like well at this point the police officers are doing the, the crime. Right. Yeah.
4: So, and they getting off. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: So
1: it's just. I mean it's, it's, just, it's- where we're at. It's especially with the whole second lieutenant, uh, Missouri. I mean, I watched the whole, the whole video and first of all, they pulled him over because he had, you know, they couldn't see his license plate. Okay. I understand that. I've been pulled over for that. Craig, you was in the car when that happened. That happened to
4: me a couple of times.
1: Yeah. So he had, he had temporary tags. So he put it on his back glass, but he had tents so they couldn't really see it. That's kind of what you do because you have paper plates. You don't want your paper plates stolen. You see what I'm saying? So what did he do? He was driving to a well-lit area. He had to find a well-lit area. They were saying that he was trying to pretty much get away. But he slowed down. He was at a crawl. He was just going straight to a gas station in a well-lit area in his uniform. And the first thing he said was, what did I do? Like, everything that they did in that video was... Except wrong fuck. exactly and then when they tried to defend it it was a blatant lie and it was totally different from it contradicted everything from the video like you didn't warn, you still did not tell him what the fuck he did wrong and you did all that shit yeah. he asked in he his, said look in I, his
4: uniform yeah to an active duty like
1: so who you support now you back in the blue or you supporting the troops that's what i'm trying to figure out you see what I'm saying? Like which one are you going to do now? It's going to be interesting. You said
3: that message is only to counter things that we yeah. as black people say. Mm-hmm. They wasn't back to blue when they killed that officer during the Capitol storm. Mhm. They not mm-hmm. supporting the troops. There's millions of homeless troops out there like Yeah. You only hear messages like that, back to blue, all lives matter. Support our troops. You only hear that to counter things that we are saying. Like I ain't been saying it for years.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just the quietness.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Yes. But back, 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 back to what Christine was saying about the the whole blood shit thing. I think at this point, niggas is really trying to <clears throat> sympathize with the bad guys. Like we like, yo, please. We just asking y'all to just defund these these this police and shit. Because we, we see where it's probably going to end up start going. You know what I'm saying? And where it's probably going to start going is they going to kill the wrong motherfucker. And if somebody's going to lose their shit, they're going to go and they're going to start mass murdering police. And they but that's happened. And shit. That's happened. You know what I'm saying?
1: That happened and with the military, dude. But,
4: but it's going to start getting to a point where somebody's going to see that example. And then like next thing you know, you just got a whole bunch of people who just don't give a fuck no more. People gonna start going to these police houses and fucking their families up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I don't think the police understand that aspect of it because it's like, okay, it's never the ones in the uh, in, 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 in the protective suit that get killed. It's always the ones, their families and shit that, that motherfuckers mm-hmm. go after. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, y'all think y'all so protected, but how protected are your families and shit? Because these people have access to all your records and where you live and who you are and all that shit. Yeah. And if when if people get sick enough, they burning and blowing up buildings, they might just come and blow down your whole fucking block. You know That's true. Saying?
1: That's real shit. So
4: yeah. it's like I hate to say that shit out loud <clears throat> on, you know, public shit, but it's me, so fuck it. Uh, you know, but that that's, you know, that's that, that that's how this shit goes, you know? Mm at some point in time somebody you you can't kill somebody's child and just think they're gonna be okay with that shit and just going you get off and then they just sitting at home like oh my gosh i can't believe they did that like imagine if somebody took your child away and your wife is sitting there looking at you like what the fuck are you gonna do about this this is the only reason why we live (laughs) you know they just a cop just killed your child you know, you're a police officer, and here's your wife. She's looking at you, and she, somebody took her baby away for something stupid, because he was being a kid. You know, mm-hmm. what you going? You gonna go through the court systems, or you gonna take? You going no? Nah, you gonna to go to the court system with that gun? You gonna kill that motherfucker who did that mm-hmm.
1: shit? I mean, there's so many fights that have happened in courtrooms. Mm-hmm. You see that shit all the damn time.
4: You
1: know,
2: I feel that movie, American Skin. I was gonna say that.
1: Mm. I I still haven't seen that movie.
2: That was a great movie Mm -hmm. and a great example of things that can happen. That and also y'all remember the two police officers? I think it was in LA where they were just. I think they were just probably doing um, overtime and they were just sitting in the in the police car and a guy came up and shot them both.
1: Damn, are you serious?
2: Anything.
3: Yep, just came the window was down.
1: He shot him over. and so one. I think that was New York. I think I did hear about that. Yeah, I feel like that's a lot mean. of that's gonna happen. And it's in in that that shit that aspect right there is kind of like what you just said, Craig. It's gonna be one of them issues where they're gonna be targeting the the cops that ain't do shit. Like, you see what I'm saying? Wrong, yeah, it's one. never gonna be the ones that did the dumb shit. It's always gonna be the ones that was just chilling. The ones that may have been like. Walking they beat and treating everybody with respect. Right. All because mm-hmm. somebody's mad about some other shit from another officer. You see what I'm saying? That's that's the sad aspect of it all. Yeah. I yeah, mean people sad, say the man. bad ones overshadow the good ones. And that shit is true. But I kinda I in on the same aspect I feel with what Chris Rock said. He said if you you know you got good cops, you got bad cops, but when you got the good cops not saying anything about the bad cops, how does that make them good? Right. So, I mean, you you look on it on both sides, it's just one of them things. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that cold... What, what is that? That blue wall of silence and shit? That... Come on, yeah. dude. Come yeah, the fuck shit. on, man. That, that shit...
4: And, and it's crazy because, like, at the same time, you want... You want a protective factor and shit. But, like, I just feel like they got too many... They have too many capabilities, like... I feel like they got too much power. Like they always all these have weapons, it. all these weapons, all this protection. Y'all can pull people over in the streets and stop them and then y'all can go in house. It's just too many. Y'all got too many abilities and shit. I just mean, to be street, just to be street cops. What the
1: fuck? Man, what was they before they was cops? They were slave patrol. They always had the power. That power ain't never gone nowhere. They they job description just got increased. Because they still doing what? They still protecting property. They still view us as property. You know they protecting the property of these rich white motherfuckers. But you don't ever see them driving in their communities. They in ours and shit, trying to keep us in line. Yo, know? that just some well, fucking bullshit, man.
4: Well, to switch on, let, let let the ladies let the ladies talk for a little <laughs> bit. I just wanna I just wanna know, ladies what kind of drove y'all to seek out knowledge about, you know, lawyer, and, like, what made y'all want to actually follow that path in the judicial courts and all that stuff and become lawyers and all that, you know? Study law. I
2: think <clears throat> this may be a better question for, v- for Javon, because <clears throat> mine, uh, mine was more sports-related, but okay. I'm just saying because hers was more, like, criminal and, you know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's all
4: important, though, you know what I'm saying? I, it's all important.
2: I'll say, well, I'll say mine was more for, um, player protection because I wanted to do, you know, um, at first I wanted to do, um, like do like sports agency work, working on contracts and stuff like that. But like, you know, being there, I kind of fell back into the role of wanting to do compliance for NCAA athletics. So more so protecting schools and, um, collegiate
3: athletes and stuff.
4: Oh yeah.
0: Right.
3: Well, for me, I think overall, Money. no I'm just playing um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think the important factor is um which I have to disagree with Christina what she said is better for me I think just overall representation mm-hmm. um seeing our faces up there does something
0: mm-hmm.
3: no matter where it's at um I am in the courtroom a little bit more than her so I'm working one-on-one with people but I've had people clients when I was working as an intern try to get to work with me just because they've seen that black face because I mm. mean we, yeah. we feel like we should trust us more which that's yeah. why um, yeah. so just overall representation I think that's not just needed in a courtroom it's needed in every aspect of law Um if I got a black lawyer that practice real estate that's probably who I would go to Mm-mm. Um black compliance officer I want her to comply mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but overall, <laughs> yeah I think um, overall representation is what
4: draw, drew me to law. Okay, yeah, because we had a lawyer on uh, uh, before, and she was saying like something to the fact of what you were saying, like we need more black, we need more black uh, uh, lawyers in the courtrooms and stuff like that. Do you think that would have a significant change on how things play out, kind of?
3: I think it will have a change, but I think the biggest. Thing that we need to change is more black judges. Yeah. Because I mean, um, I don't think more black cops are doing much because it's still a system.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, as a lawyer, I can only do but so much. Like I can argue my points so I'm blue in the face. I can suggest to give them the minimum, do all this, try to make a deal. But at the end of the day, we can argue a whole case, and a judge can disagree. It's not common, but a judge can disagree and overturn what we just argue. So I think the biggest change we'll see is when we get more black judges.
1: You guys ever been interested in trying to be one? Like, can you go over from, you know, from lawyer to judge? Is that mm-hmm. normally how it goes? Mm-hmm. Start out as lawyer and it. Do y'all want to do that? You see um, some future judges over here? No, yeah.
3: I will say I didn't consider it until I was, like I said, I was in the courtroom with a black judge and just to see how she was using her power. Like, it was a girl who got arrested for assault and um she didn't have citizenship so she let her go before ICE even came up in there
1: damn
3: and it's just like the pull you got like that she was like I'm probably gonna get in trouble but you're gonna be long gone before I do it
0: so wow. just stuff like
1: that yeah dog that's interesting yeah, that make me wanna be one fuck it
3: that's where the real power come from but we gotta get to the courtroom first yeah that's and true not- yeah. that's
4: true uh,
1: and us it's off not before a, we it, see the doors. so
4: it's not it's not enough of us even in the actual law schools trying to trying to get to these places is it
2: i mean guess what is it javon is it five percent of lawyers are black damn
1: wow. are you serious in the u.s
3: Damn.
1: five percent
3: two percent are black
1: women damn y'all
3: out of out of how much? Is this hundred <laughs>
1: percent?
4: Oh, are we talking about hundred percent or thousand? Five
0: percent, I think.
3: Five or four percent.
1: Yeah, dog, yo, that is crazy as hell.
3: Out of our
4: class of. But I mean, to to in defense of that too, they have had a, a head start on us. You know what I'm saying. Yeah.
3: And they
0: still lose
1: it. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That is crazy as shit, man. Mm, mm-hmm. What, um, so what, what, what recommendations do you have for somebody that, that is probably thinking about becoming a lawyer? Like, what do you, what would you, if you had somebody that said, look, I'm thinking about being a lawyer, what words of wisdom do you have for me? What would you What would you say?
3: i say go for it. Let's like, do it. And I know that's very simplistic and cliche, but at the end of the day, three years from now, either you're going to be a lawyer or decide... I mean, you yes, i do like it. Definitely. We'll you, have said
4: a- what? you said oh. what, Christine?
2: Oh, I was saying, I would start off even before then, like, we definitely need a lot of lawyers, and I don't, you know want to sway somebody's opinion otherwise but like the the stress and the burden that law school itself can put on you is a lot I mean financially like if you don't have scholarships to go to law school mm. the cost is crazy mm. and um the stress like I would never say law school was was like insanely hard it was it was a lot of work and you have to be ready to do that work like there was I think um how many Javon? probably there was a at least I don't know if it was 10 that dropped out our first year and those weren't counting the ones that got put out after our first year
3: because you know
2: some people find out they this is not their path or some people Mm -hmm. find out that this is you know it's too much
3: I think we started with a class of 147 and we graduated with 109. Damn. Damn. 106, maybe.
1: That's a big chunk. Damn. Damn,
3: yeah. So, yeah, to piggyback off her point, I will still say go for it, but you just got to make sure that it is what you want to do.
2: Cause mm-hmm. choose the right school. Definitely research and choose the right school for you.
0: Which
2: is kind so of sad. <laughs> We're not gonna say it on this
1: podcast. But truth, I will no I'm just playing. Playing. <laughs>
2: Oh
1: man. Any of them my So are they they are black law schools?
2: Oh uh, yes, yeah, Central has a black law school. Uh Durga Marshall out here in Houston is black. Uh Howard has a law school. Um
3: John Marshall, I believe, in Atlanta has a law school as well.
4: Really? Are they good? Are they they succeeding? Or are they kind of Um,
2: I think, yeah, Central is pretty well known. Central and Howard are pretty well known for theirs. Really? Yeah.
4: Damn, man. And I would have failed. <laughs> <laughs> I would have
0: failed.
4: It was hard just doing, learning the shit that I was learning, and we were just drawing and shit. <laughs> we did more than that, but you know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was couldn't do in the it.
4: courtroom sweating and shit. I would have been stressed. Like, God damn.
1: My emotions would have been too involved in it for me to do it. I would have put, and I know with you guys, you sometimes got to take your 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 personal feelings out of the situation. So, and that that's where I would have probably had the problem. Like I would have been too passionate on trying to, you know, push this person's case. And it 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 could be an instance where he might actually be guilty, Mm. but it's just the fact of what y'all trying to hit him with. You see what I'm saying? Like I've seen it's it's sometimes a lot of railroad. Like, yeah, you, you hear about like um three strikes that they did in the nineties. Dude steal a bag of gum and that's his third strike and he going to jail for life. Something like that is fucked up. Yeah, did he steal it? Yeah. But why the fuck is he going to jail for life? Like come the fuck on. Them the type of situations where I just I couldn't do it. Cause I be well, I be fighting is, for this dude. man. My thing is, what the fuck you doing stealing gums, son? I mean, I'm just, you know, that's just a. No, man, come on. I mean, I don't don't think you should go to life, get life, but (laughs) gum. (laughs) That damn three strikes, man. That that three strikes shit was was trash, yo. That fucked up a lot of people's lives. Now, for the last little bit of this, I wanted to talk about um these marijuana and uh, these convictions. Yeah, yeah. How? What are they doing about this? Because everything is getting legalized everywhere, but just not on the federal level. So, what do you do with these inmates that be in jail for these nonviolent offenses, dealing with drugs? Hmm. What are, is anybody having that conversation to these? You know, to these people?
3: I think what you're going to see in more blue states rather than red, unfortunately. Is they are gonna start going back and trying to expunge these records and letting these people who had harsh time off? Um, like I know recently, New York just started legalizing, yeah, and decriminalizing. I think they're in talks of expunging records and so on and so forth under a certain amount. Um, mm. But it always falls on the states. Um, if federal. Like federal kind of just wash their hands from it mm-hmm. and it falls on the states to decide what they're going to do for their people so make sure y'all voting because
0: mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. um, yeah. it really is a lot of people don't realize what the state people do I, it, they look at primaries and see that the president does this, the president does that but all these little laws and these technicalities is in the states
1: mm. so you saying vote locally
3: Vote locally is just as important as voting mm-hmm. for them
1: big wigs. I think a lot of people don't understand that.
3: Yeah.
1: They just be so gung ho about presidential votes, but they don't look at the these locals, these local elections. It's it's real. Yeah. Abrams mm-hmm. for Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm mm-hmm. mm. So, I think that's
3: part oh, of, I, I was gonna say, I just think that's another part of people not knowing or realizing just like we said with the police versus the union
0: mm-hmm.
3: they don't realize what the real power is so they go after what they think the power is and then when those people not performing the way that they want to it was just like well yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> wow yeah. mm-hmm. it's got to be it's got to be some guidance too i think like it's got to be somebody some i don't know man so. Like, we was talking about leadership at one point in time. it has got to be somebody out here who's just like, if we could get a fucking fucking rapper to goddamn spit about some fucking shit, goddamn teach these little motherfuckers instead of te- telling them, damn, pull their skirts up and show their lollipops and shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if we could get some damn actual knowledge, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, somebody cool as fuck, like, who could Toby. just get them? A-
1: yeah, great you know? mm-hmm. rapper. Yeah, yeah. To- is it Toby Nagiwe that- yeah I'm not sure how
2: to pronounce great rapper. Raps about the realest stuff.
0: Yeah,
4: Because I mean, that's all that they listen to. That's all that everybody listens to. Nobody listens to anything fucking knowledgeable. Like, if you could just mm-hmm. take some smart ass shit and make it sound trappy and stupid, maybe they'll learn and shit. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, go to work, motherfucker. Get a job. <laughs> vote,
0: vote, vote, bitch, vote, bitch. You
1: know what I'm saying? It's I mean, I feel you in that aspect. It's like to to some degree, I have to say, sometimes as a whole, we set ourselves up for shit. As a generation, you know, maybe because I think we all in the same generation, I believe, but the this new generation of kids. They setting themselves up for failure It's like you giving these dudes the ammunition To fuck with you That's the shit that I see I mean I was on the highway Riding my bike and I see niggas with their guns Out their damn sunroof Being stupid Like come the fuck on But then you get mad when you get pulled over And they got their guns drawn on you Like in that aspect Dude you kind of set yourself up for that shit
4: uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. I mean it's a lot of smart little young generational kids too. It just looks different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, they are they a lot more. They got a lot more back talk too. Yeah, shit. that's true. Where they talk the way they talk to police and shit. I think, ah. Not I said the cat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think, uh-huh. man, I, I've heard somebody say that the younger ger- generation they're fearless. They don't fear nobody. Our generation, we feared our mama. Yeah. Shit. Tell me y'all didn't. Christina, you better not tell me otherwise. <laughs> That's just how real it is. Like But these these young kids, they don't they have no fucking fear. I was like, damn, that that shit makes some fucking sense. If you ain't got no fear, you just gonna do whatever the fuck you want because you don't have no fear of the consequences either. And that could be to your detriment as well. So I don't know, man. I don't know how you can give somebody guidance when they don't, they just don't, don't give a damn, but don't fear a consequence. Mm. But it was cool having y'all on here to have this conversation, man. I really, 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 really appreciate it. Yes, we do appreciate it. Thanks for
4: having me.
2: Thanks for having
1: us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Enjoyed it hey if you guys wanna you know shout yourselves out whatever this is y'all time you know it's it's up to y'all ain't got nothing mm-hmm. I think they wanna stay exclusive they do oh okay mm-hmm. they work in the courtroom so uh, okay mean, I, I mean you know I, yo I got just... y'all
4: <laughs> <laughs> we gonna blur y'all faces
1: out when we put this shit up <laughs> we can do that we can do that <laughs> Oh, this was a dope episode. I appreciate it. Thank you so very much. With that being said, this is your boy Comedic Energy.
4: It's your boy Cray Noop.
1: One of y'all can Day go. <laughs>
0: it's a <graduate>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and once again, this is produced by LiveWire Sound and Entertainment. Everybody be safe. Oh, also. R.I.P. to the man DMX. We should have started that off, but, you know, much love to the legend, man. Everybody be safe. Have a nice one. Take it easy. This show was produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. If you're looking to rent premium sound equipment for your next concert or podcast at a low price, go to www.livewiresoundent.com.